0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Toonami Therapy, today on March 10th of 2022. I'm Michael.
1: I'm Tommy.
0: And we are here to talk about some of the stuff we've been watching in terms of anime and tsunami. Uh-huh. And I really gotta pick a better intro, although I suppose a lot of podcasts just have a quick little thing, you know, to explain the premise you know if you know someone I guess just didn't just just randomly downloaded the MP3 file and has no idea what any of this is about. Mm-hmm. okay, so I guess we'll just get into it. So we'll start yeah. out with uh, tsunami. We've got Shenmu episode five. So what happens is the um the uh, Rio and uh, the other guy end up fighting all those people. And uh, because this is a video game, they managed to win, <laughs> even though they're outnumbered, like, what, 50 to 1 or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, outnumbered by almost
0: 100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they managed to deal with that, and then uh, to... Okay, I, I... This is, like, almost being a comedy of how how much I have difficulty remembering what happened in this show at this point, but he ends up getting all the money he needs to, in order to go to Hong Kong, to try to investigate his father's killer. And so all, so all the other, the characters other than him that we spent these five episodes getting to know and building up, uh, look like they're getting written out of the series.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe not, but, um, uh, yeah, this this episode was hard to watch. I mean, I I understand, you know, if you've got like a magical samurai power or something, but these are just guys, you know, they're, they're not like, they don't have magical powers, they don't have the force on their side. Like, how can you possibly fight off like a hundred guys with only two men? And, I mean, some of these guys were carrying baseball bats. All it takes is, I mean, you swing around a baseball bat, you don't even need to be accurate. You can easily kill someone with that thing just by swinging it around randomly. But somehow, you know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of uh, Grand Theft Auto whenever I used to Uh, go inside the police barracks and I'd have the Tommy gun and I'd just be like shooting everyone and then as they'd be shooting back at me I'd use the cheat code to get my health back and then do it again and do it again and eventually die but uh, that's what that reminded me of this ridiculous fighting scene and then the fact that he's just going off to find his father's killer and now all those other people seemingly won't have a role that doesn't make much sense to me but um i guess that might be the plot of the video game so i can't really complain it
0: is possible they'll show up again he might come he 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 might come back but it really does feel like we just built up all that stuff and now they're being written out i guess we'll see it's How many episodes is this series again? Um, let's see, 13, okay. Um, yeah, so we got that. Alright, so, then we, I don't really have anything else to say about it, so, we'll go on to Attack on Titan, episode 79, so, Zeke decides, uh, to try to convince Aaron um, of his, uh, <clears throat> Zeke decides that he's going to try to convince Aaron of his, uh, viewpoint. And I guess he must have read a Christmas Carol because now he, he's, uh, playing the role of the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> so they're trying to show, specifically they're showing, uh, their father's memories because Aaron has access to those. And I guess in this weird world, Zeke can access them through Aaron somehow. Anyway, we get a bunch of stuff that is mostly just kind of telling us stuff we already knew. Or if you didn't remember this uh, stuff, you would probably be really confused.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, finally, we come to the part that actually is important. Where we find out, there's because there's that part where Aaron's father, um, he, he took the power of the founding titan, which was previously being passed among like the royal family uh that uh and so he basically uh took the one who had it and ate them so he gained that power then he killed all the others and we had known about that but it turns out that he and we were like always thinking wow this guy he was really ruthless if he did this well it turns out he actually didn't have the heart for it until Aaron from the future uh told him hey you should do this uh, because the his titan's power you can see not only the memories of the previous people, but apparently the memories of the future people who have it. Uh, so that's how he got it, because he was accessing <laughs> Aaron's... Mem- so he was... So basically, he was accessing Aaron's future memories of seeing his father's memory, his own memories, and, like... This isn't just a time paradox. This is a memory paradox. (laughs) He, 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 because his memory is of Aaron seeing uh, what's happening, of his memory of the. Ah, Well, the point is basically, Aaron from the future told him to do it. So we find that out. Um, So, yeah, we, we get that. Then, um, then he, uh, then, as a result of all of that, I guess Zeke sees her father differently from some of the stuff we've been seeing. That, that would... Is, is, there, I wonder if anyone's written... I mean, someone probably has, but some Christmas Carol parody where the Ghost of Christmas uh, past, like, changes their mind and decides to adopt what, like, Scrooge's philosophy or something. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And uh, then they go back to the weird, I think at the end they go back to the weird sand thing or whatever because uh, and uh uh so yeah ba- that was the episode that I kind of did a bad, not so great job explaining but it was kind of a little hard to explain.
1: Yeah I, I'm totally lost by now with this whole uh past and future thing it's so confusing that I'm kind of losing interest... Because it's like... Uh, it's just... It, it's just too hard to keep up with. You know? And... And, like... I I don't even know who we're supposed to be rooting for... At this point... Like <laughs> At this point... I just kind of want Zeke and Aaron... And all that... All those people to die... Because... Uh, I don't know I, I I don't see anything good about them but apparently I don't know I, am I supposed to be cheering for uh, Zeke and Aaron or am I supposed to be cheering against them and if so uh, could you let me know so I can do the opposite <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. Well, we're,
0: well, you, you, you can't right now, you can't actually cheer for, you can't cheer for both because they're on, because they have opposite things. Zeke wants to do that whole, um, uh, Eldian euthanas- euthanasia thing, which again is sterilization, <laughs> not euthanasia. Whereas Aaron mm-hmm. doesn't want to do that. And, uh, actually it's not clear exactly what he's uh, planning, uh, To do, but uh, he's against that. So they're basically on opposite sides, which is why Zeke was trying to get Aaron to um, come over to his side, but then found out the whole time paradox uh, memory uh, thing, and apparently has decided, oh, I guess I got to stop Aaron.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this show is gone a long way from what it originally was about you know like it was originally about okay titans are coming in and they're going to kill you you have to fight them off and now we we're talking about time paradoxes and memory issues and euthanasia and no no no, sterilization (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know it's sterilization. I just, I'm just using the show's term for it. Um, it has nothing to do with what this show was originally about, which kind of makes me think it's like, it's like one of those, uh, you know, drama shows on, you know, ABC or CBS or whatever. Where they start off with a plan and then about four seasons in it doesn't even resemble what it originally was. That's what it kind of reminds me of.
0: Yeah, a lot it really is quite different from the the beginning. I although Honestly, it's been shifting gradually a lot. Like originally, it was it was just kind of felt like a, kind of a horror, action horror series with the Titans, and then you found out Aaron could turn into a Titan, and that there were other people who could turn into Titans, and it kind of became almost a mech show when you mm-hmm. get down to it, just with the Titans being the mechs, and then we had yeah, all that yeah. other background information we got, and um, and yeah, now we're up to this. And honestly, I mean, I don't... I didn't mind some of the changes it took because I honestly wasn't that interested in the beginning of the series. <laughs> it was once we started getting some more stuff that I liked it more. I, and my favorite parts of the series were um, Season 2 and the second half of Season 3. And those were definitely the ones that were going about revealing the secrets and stuff. And, uh, and well, they also had some pretty good action and plot um, and were... Uh, the, the main times where I actually found Aaron kind of likable as a protagonist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, after that, yeah, it's gotten more weird and uh, such. I, I, like I said, I don't necessarily even mind the change. I feel it has well up until this point i feel the changes have at least been reasonably organic at this point where we though it seems like we're just wow we we just jumped into something else Mm -hmm. oh and here's something uh by the way it's possible i mean it's not clear yet but we might not actually get the um end of the series uh in this season we might have a movie or something to wrap it up because why why is that well so we've been um so the first half of the season was 16 episodes right now in the second half we've had um Thirteen episodes, I think. Um, Well, we know there are at least 13 episodes. Uh, Some of those haven't aired yet in Japan. The thing is, though, you can... Because the episode titles are often just the same as the manga chapter titles they're adapting, we can see where they will be. And if we have another 16 episodes for the second half of the season, that means they're going to have to be cramming about 9 to 10 chapters into 4 episodes. And for reference, they've usually been doing one chapter per episode. Mm -hmm. So uh, either this is going to be, the second half is going to be quite a bit, is going to need like maybe uh, like at least four extra episodes going up to like 20 episodes in the second supposed half of the season, or they'll just do that and then you can have a movie that concludes it, so... That some people have said there are rumors of that we don't know for sure maybe we'll just say this and someone listening to this in a few months will be um, saying wow they got th- this was all nonsense no they just like I did something else but yeah I-, I guess we'll see what happens with that <laughs> That would be so annoying though if it's if we go through all that and then they say well, nope you can't even watch the ending on like TV you gotta go to uh, see the movie
1: yeah that that's after it, like it, it feels like they keep faking us out with this ending you know like okay it was gonna end in season four and it's like well uh well actually we, there's gonna be a second part of season four so uh hold on tight and wait for that now it's like okay well maybe this isn't the end either and then <clears throat> Then all of a sudden he comes back for season number five. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like the uh, uh, what, what I'm trying to think of a show that stayed on one year too long. Maybe the original Magnum P.I. where he dies and and then the show was supposed to end. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh no, we we got to squeeze one more season out of this." So all of a sudden he didn't die, and it it didn't make much sense. So yeah, that, <laughs> this is kind of crazy the way uh, the way this show is ending, if it ever ends, that is. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see.
0: All right, so that's Attack on Titan. Then we go to Assassination Classroom, episode 33. So, um, they're going to have tests. They study. They take the test. That's the episode. (laughs) Um... I mean we get sure there's some extra stuff like we find out about how the principal is like su- making is like doing super um like cramming stuff on the other classes to make sure they do well while our main characters are studying hard and then we get all the stuff where they take the test except it's all sh- looks like in act like in a fighting arena or something but <laughs> uh yeah that was basically the um the episode, Uh, it's all about test
1: taking. Which kind of makes it more like Baca and test was supposed to be about. (laughs) Uh, Of course, Baca and test. Well, it it kind of gave up on that whole test part about halfway through the first season and never came back to it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, I, I don't understand the whole Mach 20 teaching thing because, yes, it's true, he can move at Mach 20, so he can teach at Mach 20, but the students don't have that same power, so they can't learn at Mach 20. Instead, all they'd be getting is just random classes of Koro-sensei going by because they don't have... The mach 20 power that he has so that's why i don't i don't agree with the idea that he's teaching them super fast and here's the other thing like how are you really teaching someone if like like that's that's the problem i have with this series like i know what it's leading up to it's leading up to this whole thing like oh he was such a good teacher but what really has Kurosensei taught them? He really hasn't taught them all that much. Just the same way they haven't really assassinated anyone, despite the fact they call themselves assassins. So, so in essence, this show is called Assassination Classroom, but there's no assassination, and well, uh, the classroom really isn't learning anything, so <laughs> so I don't think it should be named that anymore. I, I think it should just be named Mach 20 or something like that.
0: Well, to answer those, uh, when he's doing the Mach 20 teaching, I think what the point he's doing there is that he, he, because he's able to go so fast, he's able to be trying to teach them all simultaneously while appearing he's in the same place the whole time he, uh, for each of them. Like uh, the idea, presumably, like if I, if if I was trying to ta- be talking to two people at once, and for one person I was saying like, hello, and the other person I said like goodbye. What I would be doing, presumably, that Koro Sensei is, I would be in front of one and I would say good. Then I would then I would immediately be in front of the other and say like hell, and then go back to the first one and say bye, and then go back to the other and say oh. You know, like that. And that's how he's supposed to be communicating and teaching them at the Mach 20. He's going at regular pace for each of them. It's just the fact that because of that, he's able to actually teach them all simultaneously. Although how you would manage to, like I said, make all the sounds and stuff like that perfectly is kind of unclear to me. Um, But that was the way I think it was supposed to be. In terms of teaching, well... Outside of teaching them assassination techniques that so far haven't assassinated anyone, he <laughs> has, however, been clearly showing, teaching them, you know, the actual school subjects, which is why they're doing so well on the test. Um, despite the, everyone else being through the, oh, that, like, really grueling stuff, because he's teaching them all this, uh, all the class stuff so that they're able to do well on them.
1: A right, lot but of, we don't really see the, teaching part do we
0: a lot of that does take place in uh, montages or uh, mo- mo- is it montage montage i don't montage, know yeah, yeah in montage. montages or off screen um but mm-hmm. yeah he is clearly still he's doing that still
1: okay
0: let's see yeah the other thing is um i is the fact we're doing all this and i mean I maybe you have to have the classroom part, but this really feels like a diversion from the actual plot of the series.
2: hmm
0: Okay. So then we get on to Made in Abyss, episode eight. So in this episode, they, uh... Um... <coughs> Rico and Reg are... I, I think that's his name, right? Reg? Okay. Um... <coughs> sorry. Uh, they have to survive on their own so they do they um so they man and they manage to complete it after 10 days well that's simple enough
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, so they prove that these uh, Ozen tells them a bunch of stuff we get a lot of fl- tells them some stuff and gives them supplies we get a bunch of flashbacks from her and then the uh, and then they just go uh, uh, sorry and then Rico and Ray uh, just go off to go further into the abyss now. So they are
1: beginning to begin <laughs> to begin, uh, going into the abyss. Am I correct?
0: I think you maybe had
1: one or two too many begins, <laughs> but you did
0: kind of describe it otherwise.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I felt like this show's missing something. I mean, it it, it isn't bad. I, I just, there hasn't been anything that's, like, made me, like, really interested in it yet. So I'm hoping that we get to something that, like, you know, like like you said, this show's rated TVMA, MA yet right now it could easily be rated tbpg because there's like nothing controversial offensive or uh well not offensive but like there's there's just (laughs) uh you know we we just haven't gotten to anything interesting yet so um i'm hoping that it's coming soon it just feels like every time we get ready to uh, <laughs> like do something. It's like, okay, we have to have this test now, and I don't know. Yeah,
0: uh, It's also that we spend all this time establishing Ozen's character, but presumably she's not going to show up after this, because <laughs> the, the what they're doing is they're going farther and farther down into the abyss, whereas Ozen is presumably just sticking around where she is and not going she's not going with them so that's um so yeah it seems like we were just spending all this time on that for not that much um so yeah i i'm, I'm kind of hoping that maybe now that we're uh actually beginning or we're beginning the beginning <laughs> of going down we we will get some more interesting things <laughs> Maybe we'll find out who that third character is that that shows up during the credits sequence. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I guess we'll see what's going next. Uh, I mean, we know they're going down into the third layer or whatever, so, I mean, the numbers are going up, I guess. Yep. All right. So, we have... One Piece, episodes 529 and 530. So, they, uh, managed to... Let's see. They managed to get the blood for Sanji, so that whole thing felt kind of pointless. I... Was... You know, I I, I need to... Dang, I should have looked this up, because I'm suddenly wondering, was that, like, padding... Was that whole thing padding or filler? I... Uh, I am so I'm suddenly so curious. I I don't think they pr- it probably was there in the original, but they probably like made it last longer here. What part? So, oh, oh, sorry, all this stuff with um Sanji, you know, losing <laughs> all the blood and needing the transfusion.
1: Like, it, why? Why suddenly is that the case? Like, hasn't he been, you know, turned on by? Nami or other girls before,
0: you know? Well, my I during the time skip he had to do all this training among on this island of all these like really uh like masculine looking women. And so the the explanation apparently is because he's been so uh long deprived of like women that he like actually crushes on and now when he sees them he uh gets uh, he like gets these giant nose bleeds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just an excuse to pander. I I am um,
0: I I am curious about this. Let me, I am sorry.
2: Go ahead.
0: I'm checking, but in the meantime, uh, what, so we got that. We find out that there's going to be that there's a prophecy that the island will be destroyed by Luffy. They end up uh, let's see. They end up, um, let me think for some reason I'm blinking on that. They, um, yeah, they, um, meet up with, uh, and then they like, why am I, 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 my memories of the second episode are like just almost forgetting about, um, this did they, they met with. Did they meet with Neptune? I feel like I know they were going to, but I can't remember if they actually did or not. um yeah I, I remember that so um yeah, wow, that was a really bad recap. I'm sorry i'm I, I'm looking literally at the episode synopsis for the second episode and I'm thinking I can't remember I can barely remember this. Did this actually happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They did meet with Neptune. They did do um, that. I'm looking at it, but there's a bunch of fighting stuff that I'm not even sure I remember. So, um, yeah, so there, there's all that stuff, I guess. Okay. I'm, I'm checking on this. I, I want to, um, I, I want, I, I, cause I do want to actually see exactly how much of that, if all that stuff did
1: Happening in the manga. In the meantime. Did you have anything you wanted to say? No except that. Uh, I seem to be. Falling asleep during these. Uh, One piece episodes. So maybe in the future. We'll have to cut it short. Like at the end of Maiden in Abyss. Because. Uh, I just. I lose consciousness. During. Really? <laughs> One piece. And so I, I see what's happening. I know what's happening. But it, it all comes off like it was a dream because I end up falling asleep very, like, intermittently, I would say. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have to uh, cut our watching short from now on at the end of Made in Abyss. But... Um, not, but we'll still be watching one piece,
0: so okay, I'm checking, yeah, no, all the 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 blood um stuff did like that stuff did happen, yeah i mean mm. it was it was elongated, but it did all happen, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, <clears throat> so all right, so that is our tsunami stuff, so yeah, we are you saying when you say that do you mean you are um we should like kind of be dropping one piece or do you want to like watch it, you know, offline or something?
1: Oh no, I still want to watch it. I I just, I just feel like I'm kind of wasting your time because (laughs) I'm falling asleep and then not knowing as much as I should. So, um, so hopefully if I watch it like during the week, we'll see. we'll, I'll I'll take it on a case-to-case basis, but, you know, I don't know. What, by the way, that reminds me, what are they going to do this week? Because I think this week is the turn-ahead-the-clock week.
0: Uh, it is? Um, yeah. Oh, dang, I didn't remember uh, that. My computer clocks normally do that uh, i mean i assume what i assume they just make i assume tsunami will be the same as regular and they'll just like i mean like they, the times might be different but it'll still be the same ta- like clock time what i mean is i think they'll <laughs> just like make up for the difference a- sometime after tsunami is all over with
1: yeah i i know what you mean that's what i think too yeah, it's kind of early this year, it
2: seems. <sighs> okay. I mean, for,
1: for us, it's going to be, uh, you know, pouring down snow <laughs> earlier in the day. So, um, yeah, that that extra hour of sunlight really isn't going to do much good.
0: <laughs> hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, well, yeah, we'll figure out what we're doing with that later. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, that will finish up with our tsunami stuff. Then we go on to episode twelve of Boba Bobo Boba Boba. So at the beginning, we uh, have well a bunch of what you termed, and this is not a. I think I'm going to be using it what you called stream of consciousness, <laughs> where they were trying to stop chopsticks from being taken by a pencil case or mm. something. Uh, after a bunch of that, though, they, uh, uh, an amusement park suddenly appears, mm-hmm. and we find out that their hair hunt troops are running it, and that they have to go to try to find their leader, General Jelly Jiggler, who initially introduces himself as Corporal Jelly Jiggler, and then, uh, they come, uh, then there's a commercial break, and they come back, and he says he's general, and so I said, he got promoted over the commercial break?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That was, uh funny they end up uh getting into a fight with a guy uh at the ferris wheel which has some wacky stuff where they get in the ferris wheel and then they're just talking normally to each other and then as soon as it's over and it's open suddenly like it acts like they've been in this big fight yeah and, yeah ultimately at the end they end up fighting him for real and managing to uh beat him And then they're trying to figure out where the jelly jiggler is. And uh, they decide, well, we'll split up and look for clues Mm -hmm. uh, to try to find him, which uh, makes a whole lot more sense than when they uh, split up in uh, Bleach when they got to Hueco Mundo. (laughs) Remember that where they just split up and the old ex, and we get like no. I mean, I guess they explained, oh, well, I want, don't want to, I want to prove I don't need other people's help or whatever. And you're the, like,
1: that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That was the whole one-on-one battles thing that I always had a problem with on Bleach. It was that no one ever teamed up for battles. It always had to be one-on-one like anytime, a- except for that one time whenever, uh, Urahara, and Yo Richie, uh yeah. ganged up on Aizen and just got destroyed. <laughs> that was like the only time I can remember two people... Uh, or, wait, wait. No, there was another one. It was way back in the first season, or first, the, the entry, you know what arc, the best arc, where they funny? had... Where they had... Uh, two people against one, but I can't remember which ones. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, back to this show. The the Ferris wheel thing was my favorite uh, part of this episode.
0: Yeah, it, it had a bunch of good uh, jokes. I especially liked the bit at the end where they're just like, are we forgetting something? Hmm, no, I don't think so. And they just start to leave and the guy's like, wait, we're supposed to fight!
2: Hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah there's some pretty uh funny stuff there although i no, my favorite joke was the recap part where like some of where they're doing the part where you know the the old lady just called old lady uh like splits herself and then when they find out the time they're like we uh, they just leave and say oh we want to watch a bobo show there's not enough time to recap the episode
2: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) that was my favorite um gag Mm -hmm. okay so then we've got ascendance of a bookworm episode 10 so let's see so basically uh mine make it comes up with some more uh inventions that they try to work on and she gets sicker um and uh yeah basically it kind of the same thing as before but this time it, it looks like it's actually really serious with the devouring this time Yeah, at and the end.
1: what was that line they said like money helps uh, fight the devourer it, it was something like that and it was like how does money uh, fight the devourer that, that didn't make any sense to me um uh, I wish I had the line on me but that was that was really weird and um, but yes yeah, he's got all these events and going and um, she's having this fever and there's so many people in the opening credits that haven't appeared yet so obviously she can't die yet <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, I guess it was okay. At least it it seems like it's moving towards something now. Mm -hmm. um, Unless it'll just say, oh no, it seemed really bad. Eh, I'm okay now. And it'll just go back to the things. But hopefully we'll be getting more of a, uh, because because for too long, the whole devouring thing has just felt like a vague threat. So hopefully we're actually doing something with it this time.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, anything else to say about that? Nope. Okay, so finally we've got Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works episode eleven to twelve. Uh, twelve is a double length episode, so it's kind of like watching three. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, before anything else, I want to um, mention. Before I was going crazy trying to figure out, okay, what what's the name for the uh, the servants? And stuff, uh, and um, and I I figured it out they're they're uh, they're heroic spirits. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, so they, uh, <clears throat> so we for a decent amount get some basically slice of life stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shiro's having feeling numbness, but for some reason he doesn't feel the need to tell anyone about it even though he's dropping stuff anyway ultimately he uh it's because of that attack thing he did and archer's saying well it's because you unlocked the magic circuits that were dormant and uh so then he cures uh does something that cures him so that's all taken care of after that they um reen shiro and saber just kind of hang out for a while and we have more of the slice of life stuff essentially and then uh-huh. and then the and then caster shows up and says look this isn't a slice of life show stop it <laughs> and so she attacks um them and she captures uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. The the sort of teacher character who lives with Shiro. Uh, She has her captured, and Shiro's like, okay, I'll surrender that you spare her and stuff. And a bunch of stuff happens. The important thing is that uh, in the end, after all the action, what happens is that Caster now gains control of Saber, apparently. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So Shiro doesn't have any uh, servant, and now Caster's got one. And then Castor uses the opportunity to attack Kirei, and Kirei has apparently really lost his touch because he's um, having some difficulty fighting off skeletons that Shiro was able to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the episode basically ends with uh, that being the status quo of Shiro apparently being out of it, and uh, Kirei's being attacked and apparently has... Uh, and also does a Wolverine impression by making those by holding those blades. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Did he do that in Fate Zero, or was that Kiritsugu? I know one of them had it, and I'm trying to remember if Kirei had it or if the inference is that we learned it from Kiritsugu. I can't remember which one of those it is, but, yeah, we had those. And so, yes, that is Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Um so yeah, this was uh pretty uh decent, um on the whole as uh usual. We actually did have some funny uh bits like where uh you know when Reen's just doing really well with the uh batting and uh I think he <laughs> asked her, What do you um do? Some kind of push up routine before you go to bed? And she says, I do
1: actually <laughs> Yeah, I was disappointed they didn't spend more time on that Batting Cages part. I thought that was a pretty entertaining uh, scene, and they kind of just skipped over it. Um, but yeah, I I love these episodes a lot, and um, I I just was a little surprised whenever I was watching that second one and uh, it's going for a while, and I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here? And then I found out <laughs> that it was a double episode. So, in essence, we've watched three episodes this week, which means that I should have timed our uh, thing better of watching one or two episodes. But we got through it, so, um, yeah. Uh, um, it-
0: yeah, it was fine. I I'm I'm just glad you um, notified me of that when you found out so that I was, so that I didn't suddenly think, "Okay, let's see. I'll watch this episode um before the podcast. Wait, this is an hour long?" <laughs> yeah. Um so we've gotten that um let's see, did I We also, of course, because this is the end of the first season, we get um we well actually it's nice we can move on to the next season right away instead of waiting four week uh sorry four months like when it originally aired mm-hmm. and uh oh just for the record I'm checking it does not look like any episodes in season two are double length there is one that's twenty nine minutes so uh but that but it's still you know within the half hour
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay so we've gotten that uh. Also at the end, where we're seeing the montage of all the other characters, and we see Elia and I'm like, oh yeah, she was a character in this series, wasn't she? <laughs> uh, also, have we seen have we ever seen Castor's face? Because I'm trying to I feel like we might have, but it's always covered, and I'm trying to think about whether we've actually seen it yet. I assume we'll get it at some point. I'm just wondering if we've actually seen it before. Well, in any case, whatever it was, uh, that's there's that. Is there anything else I had to say? Nope, that's basically all of that. Well, anyway, it's important. But now we face an important question that we need to uh, determine. Because this is how we uh, we mentioned how we might be kind of approaching shows like this, so we'll do it. We just finished the first season, so I leave it up to you. Do you want to continue with this series? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Just figured I should be sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got in that, and um yep, I think that's everything for Unlimited Blade Works. And The Amazing Race
1: is over, so don't have anything to say about that. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't watch Survivor. I'm I'm thinking. I'm sitting here thinking. Oh yeah, then comes a reality show, but uh, you don't watch that. So, Um, it was actually uh, pretty good this week, which is uh, kind of surprising because um, it sucked for quite some time now. So, first episode was pretty good. Uh, I mean. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have any problems with it, so uh, hopefully uh, Survivor doesn't use too many twists, but I have a feeling more are coming. Um, it, it would be like um, if if The Amazing Race had, like, U-turns on, like, every single uh, leg of the race. That's, that's kind of what it feels like with Survivor these days. There's so many of these twists. And, um, and the fans hate them. So it's very curious why uh, instead of going for, okay, let, let's listen to the fans. It's always like, well, the only solution to the Having too many twists is to have more twists and more twists and more twists. And uh, last season was the most bizarre because there was a, there was a an episode where you had two teams, you had two, well, they weren't tribes really; they were just teams, and they did a challenge and one person had to sit out because it was an uneven number of people, okay? So they do the challenge. One side wins, the other side loses, and the team that won gets all kinds of, like, food and stuff, and they're guaranteed to... They're given immunity, the whole team of them. Well, what happens is... The one person who didn't get picked for either team, she gets the opportunity to take immunity away from all of them, give it to the team who lost and herself. And it makes no sense. Like The people who lost actually were at an advantage over the people who won. And the person who got left out completely, who didn't even compete in the challenge, C benefits most of all, and wouldn't you know it, she went on to win the game. So, uh, yeah, too many cha- too many of these stupid twists, and it's so frustrating uh, because you, you just know more and more are coming, and that's what I like about the amazing race is that especially this past season, uh, not too many twists at all. Really?
0: Yeah. You wonder, uh, if not for the, uh, pandemic making them pause it, you wonder, huh? I w- if not for that, were they planning to use things like U-turns? And then because of the change, they got rid of, uh, them, um, because, you know, they didn't want people traveling more, uh, between uh like the places or something like that but yeah it is nice that we had no u-turns this season um yeah i want I, i'm curious if we have any twists on big brother i have not watched that for years but i, I remember back when i did watch it they tried to like have at least some minor twists like one season had this part where one of the contestants actually this was kind of interesting um they were actually a uh they were everyone thought it was one person but it was actually two cuz they were twins and they would like be uh like swapping out periodically and like uh-huh. the thing was if they were uh if they were able to do it without getting caught for like uh, several weeks then they would both be uh contestants you know uh-huh. which would be more powerful cuz there'd be two of them except Then they both got uh, voted out one after the other. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I think they weren't the first. They were the second and third to be evicted after uh, the thing got revealed. And yeah. So we had that. Um, Yeah, I haven't seen it for a while. I I don't know what changes they've made, uh, if anything. But yeah, on the whole, I feel like the changes The Amazing Race has made have been better. Like they uh-huh. got rid like they got rid of that really dumb thing where the penalty for the non-elimination leg was to go forward but not get any money to spend on taxis and stuff, so they had to go around begging people for money so that they could get the taxis, which was not interesting to watch, kind of a little uncomfortable. And I wonder if there might have been some legal issues involved uh-huh. also for all I know. Because uh they they got rid of that after uh a few seasons I watched of that. And then they Uh, then they said, well, okay, it means that you don't get to take along any of your like belongings like you did before in like the backpacks. But, uh, then they eventually did the speed bump and now we don't have that. We've just got this uh, new flying thing, which is, uh, probably the best of them still. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So I don't think there was anything else. I wanted to particularly talk about on this. So we'll
2: see. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. me.